Hello and welcome back to another episode of Carding Dads. In this episode, we talk about Emmanuel getting his E30 out on the track at CMP last weekend with NASA Southeast, as well as me doing some more testing in my new Comet Eagle and the struggles I've been having trying to understand and learn this cart. I hope you guys enjoy and please continue to like and share and tell your friends and tag as many people as you can because we really do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Enjoy. Hear me? What up? What up? What's happening? Uh, not a whole lot. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Just hanging in there, trying to either stay dry or stay cool, one or the other. I mean, <laughs> like I don't mean to to like bash on people from florida uh but like the whole thing of florida the sunshine state if it rains for more than like two days in a row people lose their mind right uh i mean i don't mind the rain i actually like rain i like thunderstorms and lightning strikes and all that stuff i mean it's freaking awesome um rain is i have something planned outside (laughs) other than that it it could rain for like 10 days straight and i don't care yeah (laughs) but so today like the sun's out and it's like 90 something degrees and all the moisture is coming out of the ground it's freaking miserable oh that sucks yeah i get to dodge it for this week i haven't been i haven't really been around for much in the last two weeks so that's true man so well let us know, man. E30. Yay or nay? Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely yay. Um, not as... I mean, it was awesome to be in the car, but the there was a lot of, like, ups and downs. You know, it's always something. So, yeah, this weekend I got to get back in back in the race car, uh, first time in a long time. And, um, you know, the I think the hashtag is always something, right, came into play where... The the car wasn't ready when I got to the track, so we spent I don't know. The first race was at one thirty five, and it took all morning up until one twenty five to be able to to get started. Um, yeah, at one twenty five, the car was ready to go race. And finally, the little things you need to complete tech right, which is um, all the the roll bar padding, the fire extinguisher, just the little things that are make you legal for racing. We got done at one twenty-five, and I had ten minutes to drive the car from the tech shed back to to the trailer, and then kind of jump straight into my race suit. And I hate admitting this, but I was still wearing my work clothes from the day before, <laughs> so jumped uh, straight into my my race suit and got in the car and um, went out on track. And I like to put it this way: the first time I put the car in third gear was that very first lap, going straight into a race. So I had yeah, not driven the car at all and it was it was cool, man. It was surreal. Um, you know, just a couple of little things like the steering wheel wasn't at the right angle for me. Um I haven't done a full race without power steering yet, so that was difficult, like getting used to that. And my steering wheel is really small from from the FRS, um, because that car was just so nimble and light. And so I just, I didn't have the leverage and the angle was off and um, yeah, just, just little teething problems here or there with the car as well. So the um, E30 is heavier than the FRS? 
so the truth is they're actually right about exactly the same weight. Uh, okay. My FRS was 27.75 pounds, um, and the E30 is 2,700 pounds. So really about the same weight. But the steering um, in the FRS was all electronic yeah, steering. Yeah, electronic. Yep, yep. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And the E30 now has a, a power steering delete. So um, basically it's a solid manual rack. And yeah, just different. You know I mean? It's not like I can't muscle it. I just, just different and getting used to it. And um, yeah, man, it was, it was good though. It was good fun. Um, kind of had some small power, power issues. So after four or five laps, it would start losing power. Um, I think we've right now narrowed it down to either a vent hose or there's a transfer hose between um, the left and right side of the fuel tank and, it has something to do with it's definitely fuel and just you know you take left handers um any left hander at all the car just loses all its its go you know there's just no fuel but um once you take a right hander you get power right back and then after a while on the straight it starts losing power again so basically the car just needed to be you know tilted 45 degrees to the left if i wanted to go <laughs> um yeah so turn yeah. 11 wouldn't work and Right, turn three to turn four. Th- that's yeah, shoot. turn one's gonna suck because yeah, that's where you need your momentum at for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was painful. Um, you know, getting closer to the end, like end of the races. I mean, I'm I'm getting left by a Miata nine four four. You know, I mean, it was just it was painful. Like Miata was just like behind me like what are you doing man like I, I, I gotta go like what are you doing <laughs> and it's just like totally in my mirror like are you gonna go like and then it just drove right by me like I was standing still so you know that part was a, a little bit disappointing but for the first four or five laps of especially the second race on on Sunday um where I was really getting comfortable um it was it was great um it was it was awesome like I got to really duke it out and you know, it was a challenge. Like I knew I was losing power and I knew it was just getting worse. And I got really fortunate. I was in front of one guy who um, is still working his way up in, in speed. And I got to toy with him for three or four laps. And he, he came over and, and he said, you were just messing with me. I'm like, well, I didn't have any power. But <laughs> yeah, we had really, 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 really good. Um, you know, I was, it was the racecraft part was a little easier for me. Um, I don't have the speed. I still don't have the speed. Even if my car was optimal, I don't have the speed to be at the front of of the pack but you know the I, I still have the ability to to place my car where i want it to be and that that stuff comes a bit easier for me i have enough time to think through everything that's happening when i'm, I'm driving so um yeah it was it was cool man it was it was fun i had, I had a great time and now that uh, i brought the car home maybe i can tweak a little bit of those those things and um hopefully before the next race um my buddy can help me uh, sort out whatever fueling issues we have and uh, we'll go from there, man. So stoked, very stoked. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but you like to either one work on cars way into the early mornings, either tie wrapping body panels together um, <laughs> <laughs> or picking classes that the best country or the best drivers in the country, no matter what region you go in to race. So, I mean, you know, with the E thirties in the Southeast and the E thirties in the Florida, just, loaded with such good drivers it's ridiculous you know the same thing yeah. like with the 206 that we're doing here i mean dude you, you can't get any you know better classes than you know just in cars in general or cars those two classes especially living in the southeast exactly and then that's why you go into those you know you you pick the 
the classes where you're going to learn the most. You get beat beat by the best. You learn from the best. So uh, hopefully over the, the next uh, couple of years, I'll I'll figure out all the tips and tricks and and learn some ways to, to move up a little bit further in the pack. Um, it'll it'll take a lot for me to, to get to the front. But you never know, man. I may just click with the car and figure it all out. So yeah. we'll see. Um, so you got a uh, a new trailer for the E30 that it was kind of, I wouldn't say custom built, but, you know, custom sorted to be a sleeping corridors too. How did that work out? Uh, yeah, the trailer was, was uh, exactly what we thought it would be and it worked out well so um yeah I, I got that trailer two months ago um just anticipating this and i wanted something that was significantly more comfortable um when it, my other trailer is, is a bit heavier duty and uh the we just want to use the suv i didn't want to have another a separate pickup truck with have a long commute and i'm hardly in town anyway so there's just just being able to use the suv i wanted something smaller and lighter and i i got fortunate and yeah, you've seen it. So really cool, more like a toy hauler sort of deal than than really a, a car trailer. It's uh it's really nice inside. Giant, you know, thirty-two by thirty-two inch windows and it's 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 sweet. And yeah, the car fit in there with four inches on each side of the fender. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, know, I know it's gonna be was, tight. Yeah, it was I mean, you know, I have to trust my measurements, you know. I am um I am a math cat after all, so Trusted my measurements and it worked out exactly. And towing it back was was awesome. I mean, it was right at at about fifty eight hundred pounds total, and the Durango pulled it like a champ. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. Good. I have about eighteen inches left in the in the rear from from the um, bumper to the the ramp door. And my fear was that it would throw the balance off of the trailer. But now, nah, I mean, wherever I strapped it down, that was solid. I mean. There was no swaying at all. The trailer was just a solid pull um, all five hours home. So, yeah, super happy about it, man. I can't wait for us to take it on some some trips as well, some carding trips and stuff in the future. Cool, man. That That's uh, that's cool that the, all, the whole rig worked out and, you know, the car, you know, worked out for, for what it was. I mean, I know it's been, you know, a while since you uh... – you know, tried out for flipping the car challenge, and it is first time in a car since then, right? Or um, like actually, I'm, like racing, racing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think there's. Um, Jim Pants had his running joke, uh, and I'm gonna do it. He started calling me the African Flipper, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get a big like dolphin decal and stick it on the back of my uh, my trunk lid or something, you know, and just that's going to be it. Just put some African Flipper on it. It's gonna be awesome. Everybody who knows the joke will know know exactly what it means you gonna but, put the flag on it too um maybe i mean i don't know i have to see i think i'll just i'll just leave a dolphin and just um, <laughs> put a flipper on it but you know what or a norwal or something you should do a norwal oh that might be a good idea here we go with the shenanigans um <laughs> yeah. uh, let me just start with putting the giant dolphin on the on the trunk and there we'll go from there so um yeah no it was it was good man and it's the first first actual race i've jumped in cars um never actually like this sunday had two 40 43 minutes scheduled races the second race got cut you know about uh, 25 minutes into it somebody else actually um flipped the car but uh, he didn't stick the landing like i did he didn't clear the fence so um all challenges welcome man all challenges yeah. welcome. yeah that's a challenge you don't want to do but 
if if you want to, I mean, feel free. It's that's that's totally up to you in your pocketbook. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, well, that, no, that's that cool. Good. I was uh, I'm glad uh, glad I was able to get in. I'm looking forward to the next one, uh, Road Atlanta, um, June. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can get the issue sorted out, and um, if I can make my way a little bit further up uh, into the into the middle of the pack. All right. So, how about you, man? You did some testing this weekend while I was gone, right? Yeah, I did. Um, And I had the exact same kind of hashtag, it's always something, as you did. Um, (laughs) Because every time I think I'm starting to get a grasp on karting and how karts work and how chassis work and how tires work, it's never right. And right. like every time I see them getting close, it's it's not. Yeah. And like it was just a weekend where you know, I kind of just sat back and kind of looked at it like am I even having fun with this right now? And it's like one of those kind of moments because you put all this work into it, you put all this money into it, you put all the time away from your family into it. You know, I bring my kid with me to the you know, the track, you know, occasionally, but not, you know me, I'm a homebody. <laughs> and it's just, as soon as you get close and then watch my dad, you know, kind of struggle with it too and getting the whole concept of it, you know, it gets kind of frustrating. And, you know, luckily Ron was there because without Ron, I wouldn't, I probably would have sold everything and packed up. <laughs> I'm wow. not going to lie. Uh, luckily Ron was there and he worked with me and, Help me get the card back to where it was when we tested, what, two weeks ago when everything was just absolutely perfect. Right. And I just, you know, I don't think I made the mistake of practicing on a new frame and a new motor on old wheels, but I just maybe picked up some wrong tendencies trying to you know, find the grip of the old tire and then putting on a new tire that's a whole different compound and a whole different tire in general and trying to make them both work and i just don't have the skill to to do that right Right. i can't like you you could take drivers like for instance and you who can go from an ra1 to a nudo nto1 to a hoosier to a kuma victor racer and be able to compete and always be up in the front oh I, I can't I mean, do that. I can't do that in a car. I can't go like I went from the Maxis to the Vegas, and it's just I'm lost. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be said for, you know, the tires are the most important part, right? And what was it that Marshall Pruitt um, podcast with Ross Bentley, right? Where his 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 speed secret was get to know your tires. That's the the biggest secret he can he can um, he can give. Let your tires be your best friend. So. Right. Yeah, with karting, it's such such a big deal to just get the tires right. That's all there is. With a car, I think it's a little easier. There's suspension, and um, there's just more information with cars. So, but yeah, to your point, man, I I know you were struggling with the tires, and um, hopefully the the changes helped a little bit. But yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Uh, I I like to say I got I got very lucky, <laughs> and my day is coming where I'm not going to understand what's happening either. So. We'll figure it out, man. That's that's part of it. We accepted the challenge when we started. It's part of it. We will figure it out. So. Right. And, and that's like the thing I keep on thinking in the back of my head is, um, you know, it's like 
you know this was going to happen. You knew it's coming. Are you going to embrace it or not? Right. And um, oh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. Someone is watching my house. It's my wife. It's all good. <laughs> uh, anyways, totally sidetracked. But no, like we knew this was going to happen. We knew that this was going to be a huge learning curve. And it just seemed like with the Coyote, I was starting to not figure everything out, but getting a pretty good grasp of it. Right. And then going to the Comet and taking the same tires from the Coyote to the Comet, the Comet was just it's just so much better. You know, and it's like, man, this is exactly what I wanted. And I was stupid and went cheap that I thought would be cheap going with the Vega tires just till we get to the Maxis event, just so we can, right. you know, run on something. Yeah. And I think that was my biggest mistake. Right. You know, so it's, you know, it is what it is. It's all good. It's, um, but I went from having an extremely tight cart to, by the end of the day, you know, Ron was making adjustments for me and everything like that. And, you know, when the sun started to come out, because it's actually the only day in the week that I don't think it rained until late in the afternoon, it, we we're making the adjustments, and by the end of the day, my cart started to get loose. So I'm going around the big sweeper, and the cart all of a sudden just wanted to, you know, kick out. And the only thing that I didn't do was run for 45 minutes. Hmm. I went out with the same pressure, same everything. So like I got the the feel of what a tight cart is and what a loose cart is within three hours of each other. Right. And I'm like, bam! You know, this is kind of you know, butt kick I needed. And um, Steven was out there and Ron, I think, worked on Steven's cart too. I think Steven's going to go see him this week to get his cart set up. Nice. Um, Alex was out there in his 17,000 carts he has. <laughs> <laughs> now he, he brought out his X30 and the shifter cart and both those carts are just badass, man. I'm not a guy. <laughs> That's the only word I have for those things. Nice. You know, they make you want to have a two cycle like, ah, you know, I just need to go to the two cycle class, you know, just to hear the noise, to feel the G's, to feel the speed. And then like I came home and started looking up motor packages and stuff I'm like, oh my god, that's way too much money. I'm gonna stay in the two oh six. I'll watch you guys from afar. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely team two oh six for for a little while. Um Eventually, someday, figure it out, right? Figure out how to move move up. So, well, I'm glad. I'm glad Ron was able to get you shorted a little bit. I mean, that's that that definitely wasn't wasn't a good feeling to have. And I don't know. I, I feel like maybe we should probably talk about that just a little bit more, but not drag it on too much. Which is, I mean, it was just one day, right? I mean, granted, it was the second consecutive day. Right, where the cart just wasn't doing what you wanted it to do. But and looking at how much more running there is to do and how much more figuring out we have, I don't know. I feel like just having even a, a bad run of two or three events where you don't get the tires right. Do we do we want to feel like we want to pack it in at that point? No, yeah, yeah. No, I I I, <clears throat> I totally understand like where you're coming from and I went out and did like the same configuration that we had for the last race. Right. 
and I made the adjustments that you know we kind of talked about, and it was still just as bad. And I got a point of like, you know what, screw it, we're not going to run this configuration probably for another two more years <laughs> or whatever. I'm going to go back to the original configuration that we always run. Yeah, and it was still kind of the same thing. So Ron put the lasers on it, and he's like, "Let's do this." So he gave me more camber in the front. We kept the caster where it is, and that one adjustment without touching the rear, just the camber alone, was six tenths of a second right off the bat. Wow! I was like, "Holy crap! This is what I'm talking about." But then I couldn't, I couldn't put all my turns together because if so, I would have been probably like three tenths or so of my fastest lap I've ever done in a draft, but by myself. So I'm like, okay, this is the right direction. Like that was the hope I was getting, but I'm going on to the, to the main stretch ahead of my, my normal pace. And then I just can't get turn two yet. And like turn two for me is, is opposite of, you know, the mini bowl for you. So everyone's so much faster than me to the turn. I just haven't figured it out, but it, it's coming close. So, like, that was the thing. It's like, don't give up. You know, you're there, you're there, you're there. It's now seat time. And it goes back to, like, the same conversation that we've had for the last couple of years. We've known each other, and it's going to, you know, kind of correlates to the E30. It's, it's just going to be seat time. It's just a matter of time. Right. Because, you, you, you know, talking to, you know, Kevin and Corey and Patrick, you know, to get to that, you know, final point two, point three seconds of a lap that they needed to find, took them a couple of years. Right. Like a national championship guy is telling me that it took him a year or two to find that final point two. Now I'm not looking for the final point two. I'm still looking for that whole second, but <laughs> it runs through my head. It's like, okay, this is a process. It's not you're gonna figure it out right off the bat. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that that was like my lesson. Like, that was like my down-to-earth lesson for the week for me. It's just, it's patience. It's seat time. I've had way more good days than I've had bad. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just, it is what it is. And, you know, I forgot to mention, but Caitlin actually uh, met us out there, too. I was in conversations with him. So, he drove the Eagle when it was super tight. And he hated it. And then once we made the adjustments, he hopped back in it. You know, and it was more to his liking. I mean, it's not as fast as his car, don't get me wrong, but it's just, he's like, okay, this is, you know, way more understanding than it was before. So it, it it's good for me to feel like I'm having a better understanding, like in the seat wise of what the car's doing compared to, just starting to blame things. Right. Like, it you know, it, it, problem. Go ahead. at least tell that I have a problem. Right. Which is yeah. good. And so that's like, I probably started the conversation. I was thinking, you know, it was bad. It's bad. But like, I, I got, you know, a lot of good things going on too. It's just, but I guess that's maybe that's just emotions of carding. I mean, the same thing with in car racing, you know, you, your car might be handling right, you know, perfectly on qualifying and, the race comes, you get a little, you know, bump after you get you get stopped and or you get stuck in the wrong group. And next thing you know, there's nothing you can do to catch up. You're like, what the heck? I haven't even did anything. It's just another you know, roll of the dice kind of thing. So, exactly. That's, 
sometimes, you know, it's all about the highs and the lows. So we'll figure it out, man. But um, I'm glad I'm glad in the end it seems to be going the right way. Do you plan on going back out and testing for a while or just kind of? No, um, I am. Yeah, I'm actually going to take the weekend if I can take the weekend and just forget about carding in general. <laughs> like just that cart, the cart's already in the spot in the garage. I got to order parts for it, you know, just bearings and chains and, you know, your typical PM stuff and give it a break. I mean, to be honest with you, me and you have been at the track almost every single weekend, either in a car or a cart for the last, what, two months, three months. Yeah, something so. like that. Yeah, we've we've sort of. I mean, this we wanted to get this year, you know, right, I and mean, that's part of the reason why we did the podcast because we were just spending so much time on it that we we decided that yeah, it might might just be a good idea to hell start sharing what we're doing. So yeah, it's it's probably been been back to back for a long enough time that a break is not entirely a, a bad and a, not entirely a, a bad idea. I've got a lot of maintenance stuff to do on my cart as well. So I need, you know, to do bearings, the rear bearings are shot. Yeah, um, mine too. So got a couple of little things. So yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to use this weekend as well to, to just kind of get caught up, unload the, the car from the trailer because I just got home and I had to get out of town <laughs> on Monday morning. So um, cars and everything still in the trailer. I get back home Friday night. So this weekend, I'll load the car, sort the car out a little bit and then start working on the cart. So. Yeah, it'll it'll be a lot of um little sort of maintenance things, and then we'll kind of see how it shakes out. And it's still supposed to rain for the next couple of days in Florida anyway, so we'll figure that out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm weekend. I, we're going down to the lake house. Nice. Um, maybe the little boy's not feeling so well, so if he feels okay, we'll head down to the lake house. Um, even if it rains or not, who cares? It's a lake. You're going to be in the water anyways. Right. Um, just keep keep your hand over your beer so you don't get too much water in it, and you should be good to go. <laughs> so uh, as long as I don't drop a boat on my foot down there, I should be okay. Um, you have done that before, so <laughs> um, yeah, that's a plan. Just I I'm gonna give a little bit of a break, enjoy some time with some family, you know, enjoy the holiday, grill, eat, stay fat like I am. And uh, <laughs> so no dieting for me, no matter what you and Ron are saying. Oh, just lose weight. Ah, no, I got a holiday coming up. We're grilling and barbecuing. I can't do that. Maybe next week. Sure, man. <laughs> Whatever you say, brother. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, on that note, I've got to, I got to back, get back to the, the little project I'm working on over here. But um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing the same, and I'll probably be calling you as I try to figure out how to to change my bearings or some silly thing like that. That. Hey, not a problem, man. And you travel safe. I know you have a bunch of plane flights and driving flight or driving um, destinations you got to go to. So uh, travel safe, man. And I'll see you over the weekend. Sounds good, brother. Talk to you soon. All right, right, man. See you.